Welcome to The Successful Strategist, a podcast on strategy, management, and governance dedicated to helping you answer the most important questions any organization can ask. I'm Mitchell Muncie, a consultant who has co-founded or led five startups, for-profit and non-profit, spanning the media, public policy, and higher education. And I've served on fiduciary boards for industry, academic, and youth-serving organizations. In these practical five-minute episodes, I cut through jargon and myth to offer you the same advice I give my clients. Good morning. This is the sixth episode on fundamental ideas it's necessary to understand before developing our strategy. Last time, we discussed the need to define success, or winning, specifically. One of the biggest mistakes executives make about strategy development is believing that it's a consensus-building exercise, and this is the reason organizations are so often vague about what success means. Defining success specifically creates disagreement, but any real decision requires disagreement, and this is our topic for today. The same McKinsey survey that I've mentioned in the last couple of episodes showed that only 28% of executives say their strategy consists of decisions based on vigorous debate about alternatives. This is the same percentage of executives, 28%, who say their strategy is designed above all to let the company win. The renowned management thinker Peter Drucker wrote that the first rule in decision-making is that one does not make a decision unless there is disagreement. I believe Drucker meant this as both a prescriptive statement and a descriptive statement. That is, not only shouldn't we make decisions unless there is disagreement, but it's not possible to make a decision unless there is disagreement, because without alternatives, we're not really deciding anything. Drucker tells a story about Alfred P. Sloan, the longtime chairman of General Motors. During a meeting at which all of his executives agreed on an important issue, Sloan said, I propose we postpone further discussion of this matter until our next meeting to give ourselves time to develop disagreement and perhaps gain some understanding of what the decision is all about. Drucker comments that decisions of the kind executives have to make are not made well by acclamation. They are made well only if they're based on the clash of conflicting views and the choice between different judgments. In addition to providing alternatives, disagreement protects an organization from a kind of lobbying. Every department, function, or individual executive can give great reasons why their priorities should prevail. Executives who view strategy as consensus building often resolve conflicting demands by agreeing to something for everyone. This makes an organization's strategy a little bit of everything, which, because no true decisions have been made, adds up to less than the sum of its parts. As Alfred Sloan implied in the meeting I mentioned, without disagreement, it's not possible to understand what a decision is really about. But the mere presence of disagreement doesn't reveal the real issue on its own. Executives must be even more committed to understanding why others disagree with them than they are to documenting and thoroughly explaining their own position. This means organizations must 
coordinate disagreement. We see this in effective presidential administrations. Lincoln had his team of rivals. Washington had Hamilton and Jefferson. My suggestion for today, think about how and whether your organization fosters and channels disagreement. Does your organization's approach ensure that viable alternatives are considered thoroughly before any important decision is made? One of the serious consequences of avoiding disagreement is that a gap opens between strategy and execution, and this will be our topic next time. Most people learn about podcasts from friends and colleagues. If this episode was helpful, please take 30 seconds right now to recommend The Successful Strategist to one other person and share it on social media. And don't forget to subscribe yourself if you haven't already. If you'd like to receive my free twice-monthly email, which includes show notes and a summary of an important article on strategy, management, or governance, sign up at thesuccessfulstrategist.com. I'm glad we could invest this time together. Remember that being a successful strategist doesn't require specialized training or unique insight, just a commitment to asking the right questions. The Successful Strategist is a production of Prospera LLC, a consulting firm providing strategy development, nonprofit due diligence, crisis management, and interim executive management to mission-driven organizations and philanthropists. Learn more at prosperallc.com. This is Mitchell Muncy. Talk to you next time.